everyone and welcome back. This week has been still a little rocky, I would say, but we're here, we're working through it. I just have had so many like, I feel like when it rains, it pours. I've had house issues and car issues, like a freaking tube in my AC unit got plugged and I guess water wasn't draining, so it started leaking into our carpet, but thankfully our neighbor helped us and we got that resolved. And then um, my car, I had a big service that I had to get done and I have a chip in my windshield that still needs to get replaced. And now I have a screw in my tire, but I'm hoping that they can patch that tomorrow. So yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it's not fun to deal with, but it's also something that I'm just like, when so many things happen at once, I'm just trying to take it like one step at a time, figure out the problem, figure out what the solution is, and then kind of go from there. Or else I really just get in my head and start to spiral because my anxiety just tends to do that. And it's just like a snowball effect of, oh my God, everything's going wrong. And then I kind of stay in that mentality and that doesn't really help to like find the solution for things. So I'm starting to realize that sometimes we just need to shake things off and get through it and lean on people to bitch to, to vent to, for support, and it'll all get solved in the end. But also about my anxiety, so I had mentioned like last year I was going on Lexapro and I have been taking like the lowest dose for about a year now and it's been great. I think my grad school journey just got to a point where I was feeling very overwhelmed and feeling a lot of pressure. So for like the last year-ish, year and a half of school, I was taking that and it just really helped me manage my anxiety better and I wasn't having as many panic attacks. But I also went on it thinking, okay, it's not like it doesn't have to be long term if I don't want it to be. And it's not that I think medication is bad. I think it's a great thing. I think it depends on what your situation is. And I think everyone can benefit from it if you feel like you need it. But it wasn't something that I always wanted to be long term. So now that I'm out of school and I've started my career and I feel very stable in life, I am starting to taper down off of it. I did recently figure out that Lexpro is one of the most difficult medications to get off of. So if you're considering going on it as like an antidepressant or an anxiety medication, like just know that it can be difficult to come off of it. But I am not cutting it off cold turkey. I wouldn't recommend doing that. But instead of 10 milligrams, I'm taking five milligrams daily until I get down to taking zero. And I am feeling really good and fingers crossed, I hope that stays just because I am also going off of my hormonal birth control because I feel like it's just, I've been on it for so long since I was like 14, 15 years old and different methods, but I would rather just track my cycle. And if you're a woman listening, you probably know this more than like the men listening out there, but I think it's just going to be good to like feel more clear-minded and know that like I don't have any medications that might be affecting like my hormones or my mood and I got the aura ring so it's very cool it tracks like your sleep your cycle your activity but I mainly got it for tracking because it can show you like when your period's starting and it it's just great I think 
this is just going to be great. And I'm already feeling like my mood is just, it's improved a lot. So if you guys want me to keep you updated on like this journey of going off of like my Lexapro going off of my hormonal birth control, please let me know. I am very open about it. Um, so yeah, let's get into the episode. So in my work lately, I have been working with a lot of teens who have been struggling with self-confidence. And that is something that I think a lot of teens and kids and even young adults today are really struggling with because of the impact of social media. Because we have TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and all these people that we compare not only looks but how their life is. And it can make us feel very inadequate sometimes. And I know I've experienced this of, oh my gosh, I'm not traveling all over the world and I don't have all of this extra income to just spend on whatever I want. And I think like the great majority of us, that's our reality. But for the people that we see online, like it's very common to see that they're living like this idyllic life. And that's not always the case. Like I think you know, it's the highlight reel. So we see a lot of the perfections and not a lot of like what goes wrong or maybe some of the negative sides of their day-to-day. But I definitely want to talk about confidence because it's something that I think is, it starts internally. And I didn't even realize that until a few years ago because I was like, well, if I look this way or if I dress this way or if I act this way, like I'm going to feel more confident. And it's definitely like this in internal validation feeling where you need to develop that self-love to gain confidence externally. And you might be listening to this and thinking, well, duh, it starts internally. Like everyone talks about self-love. But a lot of teens I've worked with lately, like they don't see it that way. They think, well, this person said that if I have like these things, my skin will be great and I'll be healthier and I'll feel great. And all these material things will make me happy. And The more that you buy and the more that you realize that it's not really affecting how you feel about yourself, the more down you get. And self-confidence is something I have struggled with from a really young age. I grew up experiencing anxiety, depression, trichotillomania, which I've talked about on here. It's a hair pulling disorder. So I would pull my hair and that obviously was really hard growing up and having all these people already like criticize you and experiencing bullying. And I think that only added to what I was going through at that time. And the people who were popular for our grade, I mean, it's middle school, but, you know, I'd look up to people who were in our grade and who were popular and all the boys liked, or I'd look up to people even a grade or two ahead of us. And I experienced jealousy because I wanted to be the popular girl that everyone liked, that every guy had a crush on. And so I struggled with my confidence. And even a few years ago, I mean, I struggled with confidence and maybe not as much, but it's still there, like not feeling like I'm good enough in a way. And I would look at other people and think they're so pretty or they're so popular, talented or whatever it may be and think, well, I wish I was like that. And I had to change my mindset from jealousy to looking at them in a way of just being like inspired by them like jealousy it only made me resentful and angry and negative and I didn't like the type of person that experiencing jealousy made me and so now I try to view others as an inspiration for how hard working they are or their style or the way they treat others and 
it truly is about finding that internal validation and the fake it till you make it mentality because you may not feel confident now, but continue to hype yourself up and celebrate the wins, not only the big wins, but the small wins. Like celebrate yourself and celebrate where you are and look at where you used to be and notice that there there is growth there and there is healing there. And even though it may not look perfect, like you're trying your best every day. So now I'll see someone online and I'll be like, wow, I really love their style. Like, I'm going to maybe create an outfit like that. Like, that's really cool because I love fashion. I've always, like, I have always been into fashion. I guess it just, like, has varied in different phases of my life. When I was younger, I used to create outfits that were, like, on iCarly. And my dad's like, have you been watching TV shows? And I'm like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Or, like, Wizards of Waverly Place. And I think over the years, I've just been trying to develop my sense of style. And I definitely look to other people, whether that's friends or, you know, even celebrities on Instagram or Pinterest. And like, I do really love that. So when I look at people, instead of being jealous for what I don't have, finding like inspiration and wow, that's really cool. I really like their style. And same goes for someone's success, like not being jealous of their success, knowing that it had to take a lot of hard work to get to where they are. And that's a huge accomplishment. So finding inspiration in that and to continue working hard in my job and knowing that I just started out and I have all of these goals I want to achieve, but I have so much time for that and really just enjoying and valuing where I'm at in my career right now is really important too. So yeah, my biggest advice would just, instead of being jealous and resentful of other people for having maybe what you don't, Maybe look at them as an inspiration for what you want to work for or achieve, like whether that's how successful they are in their business and not only like success in terms of money, but happiness and flexibility in their life or whatever it may be. Like, I don't even know, but I think it's just kind of almost programmed in a way to look at people as like competition or jealousy. And I always look back to this quote it's a horse racing and the blinders are on and it's like no one no one else in this moment is your competition you are your own competition so if you're looking at other people and you're focusing on what they're doing and you're looking at them and competing against them you're going to be less focused on what you're doing instead of focusing on what you're doing be your own competition be your own motivator and push yourself to get to where you want to be in life because i promise you the people who are at the top aren't looking back at us thinking that we're a competition. So just keep moving forward. Keep propelling yourself. And I think, too, that comes from surrounding yourself with the right people. And when I was in not-so-great friend groups, when I was in middle school, high school, even a little through college, I was with people who I felt I constantly had to, like, compete with or just instead of surrounding yourself with people who view your growth as like something to celebrate they would instead like view growth as like a threat and I don't want to be around like that negative energy anymore so I've really started to surround myself with people who lift me up and celebrate me and and I do the same for my friends like we're all in this together and I want you to succeed as much as I want to succeed and there's the re- there's a reason the friends I have now are the friends I've had for a long time And the friends that I've made more recently are in my life for a reason. Like, I won't be around that negative energy anymore. The gossiping, the jealousy, being, like, two-faced and gossiping about me behind people's backs. Like, I just won't do that anymore. And I don't really have 
time for the competitiveness. Like I'm on my own journey. So the people who I have now in my life are definitely my friends for life. And I'm just attracted to the positive energy they bring and how much they want you to be happy and to succeed and have everything you want in life. And I will say when I made the decision to make my circle smaller, it was right before I moved to Minneapolis, which is where I am now. And I did hurt people in that process. But at the end of the day, I knew I had to do what was best for me. And there were some instances where I had friends that it just felt like we weren't compatible anymore and nothing necessarily went wrong, but it was like an accumulation of years of things where I just didn't feel, I just wanted a clean slate, not to like move on and forget, but to grow and change. And that meant that my environment was going to inevitably change too. And so I moved and you know, I started a new job and I started school at a different place and I was living in a new place. And I wanted that to kind of symbolize like starting over, but like starting clean too, just a fresh start. And like I said, that didn't mean I was leaving people behind or forgetting people. I just, I did that for me. Like it was a personal journey for me. I remember I made a lot of changes in my life and a lot of that did surround did center around relationships and the places that I would be in my life. Like on a Friday night, I wasn't at the bars anymore. I was at my yoga studio or I was at home with my boyfriend at the time, but Tanner, my husband now. And I just wanted like this more peaceful and healthy lifestyle. And I just felt like when I was in my hometown, I kept falling back into the same patterns. And that wasn't anyone else's fault, but my own. But moving really gave me the space to to finally enact change. And it's something that I'm still really proud of being able to do today and move away. It's not easy, but and not everyone has to do that to change. But I just felt like it was the perfect time in my life to do that. And so when I moved and I knew I wanted things to be different, that meant looking inward and figuring out like what my values were. And at an early age, I experienced a shift of not wanting to go out anymore, wanting to stay in, wanting to connect to people on a deeper level, when all I ever had experienced was a lot of surface level connections. I started going to the gym, finding communities like yoga studios that lifted me up and made me feel good about myself. And I just felt the energy and my environment just shifts in such a positive way. And I still feel that way today. So if you're feeling stuck, or if you're feeling like maybe the environment you're in isn't serving you anymore and maybe it is impacting your confidence and how you feel like you show up, like maybe start to think about like what are your values and does my environment align with my values right now? And when I was struggling with a lot of confidence and self-esteem issues, I definitely started to change things externally. I used to dye my hair a lot. I did things to elevate the way I looked, like getting eyelash extensions, acrylic nails. Shopping became a bad habit of spending way too much money, money I didn't have because I wanted to just feel better about myself. And I thought that meant that if I looked a certain way, I would finally gain that confidence. But it didn't feel like me. It never felt like me. And I kind of just decided like a year and a half ago, like last year, maybe, sometime around there, stopped dyeing my hair because it was costing me so much money and it wasn't making me happier at all. 
I stopped getting eyelash extensions and acrylic nails. And in the past couple years, I say I have just focused more on how I feel on the inside versus how I look on the outside. And I still shop and buy things I want and I do care about the way I look, but it is more about how I view myself than how other people view me. When I experienced so many self-esteem issues, it was because I cared so much about how other people saw me. And it was rooted in how other people felt about me. And now it is so much about just like how I how I feel about myself. Like, do I feel good in my body? And if not, okay, where is that coming from? Like, what's where is that stemming from? Let's figure it out. And I talk about this a lot, but therapy is obviously a big help in like working through some of those confidence issues too. And also surrounding myself with the most amazing friends and family who are supportive, even when I'm not feeling my best and when I'm feeling maybe at my lowest. But when you unauthentically and unapologetically be yourself, you will attract the right people. You will attract the people that are meant to be in your life. And I've seen this time and time again, but building confidence not only affects you, but it has improved relationships in my life, how I show up at my job in other areas. Like confidence is such a huge thing. And so if you're struggling with that, I really just challenge you to look inward, to define your values, to look at your environment, to look at who you surround yourself with, to look at your habits. What are you doing every day? Does it make you feel good? And that doesn't mean living this perfect lifestyle, but like changing those habits really does change your life over time. Okay, guys, that's all I have for today. Thanks for listening. And again, if you ever need anything, need to vent, need advice, need to talk, whatever it may be, DM me on Instagram. And I also have my phone number on there if you want to text me. Always here and look out for next week's episode.